Are you a passionate business owner or entrepreneur ready to take your message to the world? Do you dream of launching your own podcast but don't know where to start? Introducing my eight-week Start Your Podcast program designed to guide you every step of the way in creating and launching your podcast. In this program, you'll learn the essential skills needed to craft engaging content, record high-quality episodes, and market your podcast effectively to reach your target audience. I will work closely with you providing personalized guidance and feedback to ensure your podcast stands out in a crowded digital space. But hurry, spots are limited and applications for our upcoming cohorts are closing soon. Don't miss this opportunity to turn your podcast dreams into a reality and launch your podcast this summer visit our website donnaede.com forward slash apply and apply now to secure your spot in our next cohort together let's make your podcasting vision a success today we are going to be talking about productivity tools i can't live without let's jump in You're listening to the Wedding Procast UK, the place to be if you are a UK wedding professional looking to grow and streamline your business. I'm your host, Donna Ede, 10-year wedding photography veteran and CEO at the Society of Professional Wedding Vendors. If you want to grow and streamline your business, this is the podcast for you. Make sure you hit subscribe where you listen or join our email list at www.spw v.co.uk. You'll find the sign up form at the bottom of every episode and by doing so you won't miss a thing. So let's jump into today's show. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. My name is Donna. I am your host. And today we are going to be talking about productivity tools that I can't live without. But this isn't just about the productivity tools that I use and can't live without. I want to hear from you guys. So screenshot this where you are listening, share it on Instagram, tag me at Donna SPWV and tell me the number one business productivity tool that you can't live without. I really want to know. I'd love to compile a list and maybe I'll do an upcoming episode where I talk about the tools that you guys mention. So we are going to talk about my tools in this episode, um, but please do head over to social and share with me the ones that you really love. And if they're the same, awesome. We are on the same page. And if they are different, I would love to check out some new tools as well. So the first tool that I could not live without in my business and and in my life, actually, is my Google Calendar. It is on every device I own. It is easy to update and it just keeps me on track. Now, I've spoken to you guys before about calendar blocking. I am a big, big advocate for calendar blocking and my calendar is always blocked. However, I have found that sometimes it's it doesn't quite work for me and I have to get a little bit more um, granular with it. So I can block out my time and say, okay, this time is going to be used for this particular area of my business, but I need to get down a little bit more dirty as it were and just fine up 
finalise what it is that I'm actually going to use that time for, because otherwise I can find that I will procrastinate like like the best of us can. And it really does come down to actually saying, okay, so I'm going to be using that time for my podcast, but what am I actually going to do for my podcast? So just looking quickly at my calendar right now, I can see that Tuesday afternoons, two till five is podcast time. Okay, so that is allocated for my podcast each week. But there isn't anything more in it than that. Now, there is a lot that goes into creating and producing my podcast. So I really need to make sure that what I'm doing is, okay, that's fine. That's what I'm going to use that time for. So I've got time to get my podcast done. But how about I actually go in there and say, I'm going to write for podcast scripts or I'm going to record for podcasts so that I know what I'm actually using that time for. So what I have started to do is to go in on a Sunday, look at my calendar for the week ahead and see what I'm going to do with each of those slots that I have created. So that has really helped me to make those calendar blocks more productive. So I like to, like I say, I don't like to chop and change the projects that I'm working on. I find it much easier if I sit there and focus on one particular thing and just go for it. Like once I'm in the zone, that's it. I don't like to jump around from task to task. I'm not somebody who is in my inbox every five minutes as soon as it pings. I'd rather not look at it at all, to be honest with you. It's one of my biggest time drains. So I will use this calendar blocking and it allows me to really focus on particular topic areas um, more in depth. And by then going in on a Sunday and saying, okay, what am I going to use that time for this week? It will allow me to actually find the time where okay, actually, I don't have anything like, for example, with the podcast, maybe I don't have anything to do with the podcast that week, because I've already batched it, it's uploaded. And this is a week where I don't actually have to record or do anything with my podcast, I can go, okay, well, I don't actually need that time for that. What else needs my focus? And I can then repurpose that time rather than just sitting there and kind of letting the afternoon run away with me because, you know, I've had my lunch and then I've come back and I've looked at my emails and then I've just dived into this and 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 clicked on that link and gone into that group and looked at that Facebook post. And then before you know it, the afternoon is gone and I've done absolutely nothing with that time that I could have used for something else. So my Google Calendar is a very colourful place for me to be and I like being in my calendar. So that is another thing about it is that I really like the Google look and I think it's fun that you can have all these different colours in your calendar and it just looks like a happy place to me. And so seeing all of these different colours and all the different things that I'm doing is really something that isn't a chore to me. So I think when you can make it something that's enjoyable, then then you're more likely to stick with it and do it. And for me, this is also something that keeps me on task with my private life as well. So everything goes into my calendar, all of my personal stuff, all of my business stuff. So I know what I'm doing. Like this weekend, I am going to Cambridge to do a macrame workshop. And that is in my diary. I can see it there in red. Anything that is is in red is 
this cannot be moved. This has to be done here. You you have no no choice but to do it. Um, and that is a red red block in my weekend, which I'm really excited about. So I use my calendar and I use it for all areas of my life. And I tell you what, if it wasn't for Google Calendar, the number of birthdays I will have forgotten would be off the charts. Because although I remember people's birthdays, when it comes to like a few days before, I've forgotten about it. I don't know what happens. Like if you ask me when somebody's birthday is, I could tell you when it is. But then when their birthday actually comes around, the number of times that I can forget it is is unreal. Like just um, my Google calendar just pings on my phone and says, it's so-and-so's birthday coming up in two days. And I'm like, oh, thank God for that. <laughs> so it's a really, really useful tool. Um, let me know what calendars you use, what you enjoy using there. But that is like my, my number one. If I could only have one tool and because it sort of integrates with other Google apps and things like that, you can actually use it in a number of ways that can like almost eliminate other things that you think, oh, if if Google was all I could have, I could get by. So the second one on my list is actually something that I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, and it is the AT tracker. I am absolutely loving this tracker. And I said to you guys that I would come and do a little review on it for you. So I'm actually just getting it up now to see if I can actually look at my history. So I remember I told you guys that I paid the £4.50 or whatever it was so that I could put more tasks in it because I think on the free version you only get four or five tasks and I wanted to be able to break it down more than that. So I actually did pay for it. And I have just found it really, really useful for keeping me on task and really finding out where my hours are going. So the other week I did like a 14 hour day and I don't want to be doing a 14 hour day. But when you take out the personal bits, it wasn't actually 14 hours of work. And if I could remember what day it was, I would go back to it and show you, but I can't. So yeah, so I may have had it for about a month now by the looks of it. And it's logged 121 hours and seven minutes. And I can see that what I spend the most time on just from looking at this initially is my website, which has been something that I've been working on. So I'm think I've told you guys in a different podcast, I'm actually moving over to a different um, system. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. But because of that, I am spending a lot of time on my website because I'm moving things over and stuff. So that is, you know, nearly nearly a whole day worth of work. And then I have my freelancing work that I have spent 16 hours on in the last um, month. And then um, I've logged some downtime because it was coming in between um, in the middle of the day or I had something else to do and I've just logged 11 hours of downtime. Um, But 
some of that, most of that is actually in the evening and I just did it until I went to bed or something. So, And then food, I have eaten for 11 and a half hours over the last month, which I don't know whether that's good or bad, to be honest with you. But I do try and make sure that I have a lunch hour. So that would make sense that it is that long. Um, And then it kind of goes into different categories where I can't see from the pie chart how long I've spent on it. Um, But for my YouTube channel, I spent seven hours on that. I spent five hours podcast editing. I've spent five hours in my email. Um, I even put down here um, how long it takes me. So I spent two hours making tea over the last month, um, which I know is not, not accurate because the thing with making tea is I will often make a cup of tea while I'm feeding the cats. So that's two two jobs in one, or I'll be waiting for a video or something to download on my computer. So I'll go and make a cup of tea. So there is definitely more tea making happening, but that was solid, just tea making. So yeah, it's really interesting to kind of see and I can then sort of say, okay, am I happy with the way that this pie chart is looking? Is that where I want to be spending my time? Is that where I should be spending my time? And I can make adjustments. So it really helps, especially in connection with my Google Calendar, to look at these things and say, okay, is this working for me? And I think that is something that we have to look at on a regular basis because our lives change and the things that we need to prioritise change. So being able to look back at where I'm spending my time, I can actually see whether it's actually working for me if it's something that I need to be doing in the way that I'm doing it or do I need to change it? Is there too much changing across a day? And the great thing with this is I can look at just a day pie chart. I can go to any day, look at the pie chart and say, okay, so what am I averaging on an average day? What am I spending the most time on? And is that productive for what I need to do? And going forward, especially after we did the low season priority series, which I've actually created a Spotify playlist for guys. I didn't even think about this before, but you know, on Spotify, you can go and make a playlist. So I went and made a playlist of the low season priorities. So you can search that low season priorities, the wedding procast UK, and I'm sure it will come up. And if not, join the Facebook group because I linked it in there. I thought, oh, how wonderful. I can just like create a playlist of certain episodes that I think are going to be useful um, and I can kind of categorise them for you, which is fantastic. So I might do some more of those. However, that's an aside, distracted Donna Squirrel. So with the low season priorities and then tracking my time in this way and looking at my calendar, I'm really able to see where I'm currently focusing my time and if that is going to push me towards my goals and the plans that I have for 2023. So I think it is a fantastic tool. I'm going to continue using it. I've really enjoyed just sort of seeing where I'm spending my my time and just realizing how much it actually helps me to stay on task because I don't want to go in and, and change the task on my phone. So it's just easier to stick with the task that I'm doing. And I have found that it has really helped me cut down on the procrastination time. So knowing that I've got to go in there and press downtime or um, that I've got to go and yeah, impress that I'm in my emails, which is a bit of a time suck for me, like I said, knowing that I've got to go and do that 
stops me doing that. So also like with my lunchtime, like I said, I have an hour at lunch and I do switch off. I go and I watch some YouTube videos or whatever. Um, but that's an hour. And then when I finish that hour, I'm like, okay, I've, I've got to get off this now. I know that I've got to start that clock again and change my task um, and get back to work. So it really actually helps me. Um, so it might help you too. Um, and if you have any other task tracker type tools that you use that really help you to stay on track, then please do, like I say, head over to Instagram, tag me at Donna SPWV and share with me what you use because I would love to know and it'd be great to share it with the rest of the listeners because not everything that everybody uses will work for everybody and that's why there's so many different types of tools. That's why there's so many businesses. That's why you can be a photographer in the wedding industry and make a good living and so can somebody else because not everything is for everyone. And that is the beauty of that. So um, that is the tracker. And then the third thing, the third tool that I couldn't live without is my booking system. And this again, to me, all of this is time saving. Um, It helps with the procrastination for sure, but it is time saving and anything that can save me time and allow me that downtime with my family, I am all for it. And a booking system does that. I am cannot stand it when somebody turns around and says oh hi yeah can we have a chat and I'm like yeah okay then and they're like oh are you free on this day and I'm like oh no I can't do that day and they're like oh what about this day and I'm like no but I could do this day and they're like oh no I can't do that oh my goodness it just goes round and round and round and it, it does my head in being able to turn around and say to them yeah, sure. Here's a link to my diary. Book whatever time suits you. Let's get together. And I, then I will always add, you know, if there is nothing on there that suits, then then just hit me back up and we can try for something else. Or if you've got a link, send me your link and I will book in because it's just so much simpler and you can use it for all sorts of things. So I use it for one-to-one networking. I use it for my podcast, guest bots. I use it for meetings. You know, it is just such a good tool. And I have been using Calendly since I started. So probably back in 2020, I started using Calendly and I absolutely love it. However, what I said earlier, I am moving almost everything I'm doing to a different platform. And I will do a review of this platform once I've been in there and I've had it for a while and I've decided that it's working for me and everything else. I can't see that it won't. It is such a good platform. Um, And I will tell you guys all about it when I get to that point. However, they have an internal booking system um, linked with Google um, that you can use as part of the package. So I'm not stupid. I'm not going to pay for Calendly if I've got a booking system within this new package that I've got and it comes with it. So it just doesn't make sense to pay for it twice. So I am moving my booking system over. I haven't actually booked anything through this new system yet, so I can't comment on it. However, a booking system is so important. You can use Calendly. I will always advocate for Calendly because I really, really liked it. Um, I know that a couple of my friends use Acuity. There are others out there, 
but get a booking system. I have told you guys before and I will scream it for the rooftops that it will make your life so much simpler and so much easier when your potential clients can just book a call with you without having to speak to you. If they can go on your website and just book a call with you, you can pre-qualify them by asking them a few questions so that you've got an understanding of who they are before you speak. It is a game changer. I advocate for it so much that a booking system is such a time saver. It looks so professional to have that sort of system in place that is going to do it for you. It saves you time booking it in. It saves you sending out an email with a questionnaire. It just gives you this really smooth system to you. It's just so seamless and it is just going to elevate your customer service. It is going to save you time in the long run. And it I, I can't speak highly enough of booking systems, really. I wish they had been around when I first started in business. When I was a photographer, I would have loved to have had this. And maybe there was something I just didn't know about it. You don't know what you don't know, right? But it is just brilliant. And I love using it. And I love being able to just send somebody a link and saying, it's got all of my spaces just book whenever is best for you and just let them find a time um, that suits them from what's available and vice versa. When somebody sends me a link, I'm just like, oh, it's just so much easier than all of that back and forth business. So definitely booking system, maybe that should have been my number one because I will shout it from the rooftops that it is something that you need, but there you go. (laughs) It is a booking system. So number four, the fourth tool perhaps not thought of as a productivity tool, she says as she stumbles over her peas. Um, But for me, it is, and I will tell you why. So the fourth tool that I use is Canva. And you think, hang on, Donna, that's a design tool. That's a graphic tool. That's not a productivity tool. But for me, it is because it saves me time, especially now that you can schedule from Canva. So I do pay for Canva. I think it's worth paying for because you just get access to so much more. But you can resize your posts automatically on Canva. So you can literally just click a couple of boxes and it will resize whatever it is that you've created to the canvas size for that platform. So you can create an Instagram post and then you can resize it to Facebook, to LinkedIn, to Twitter, to Pinterest and with just a click of the button and it will copy it and make it that size. You do have to go in and adjust the sizing but it is so much quicker and easier than starting from scratch for every single platform or what can sometimes be worse is just using the same graphic on all platforms and then having, you know, it crop it in a different way so that it doesn't actually look how you want it to look. So to me, that is a real time saver. And again, just elevates what you're doing because it looks like you have created that post solely for that social media platform when the graphic fits the canvas size for that platform. So that one. And then, like I say, you can schedule it 
from Canva. So they link in and from that graphic, you can just literally hit a button and start to schedule it for that platform. You get a lovely calendar where you can see where everything is scheduled and it's just such a great thing to be able to do because you don't have to download it from that platform to upload it into something else. And that is something that you do have to do with the majority of other platforms. So even the platform that I'm moving over to, they have the ability to schedule social media posts um, very similar to later. However, because I would have to download and upload And I would have to do an individual one for each of the social media platforms if I wanted to use a different graphic. It's that's going to take me more time. So that I'm not likely to use because I would still need Canva to produce the graphics and then move over to the platform to do the um, scheduling. And it will require that download, upload. And then if I want to use the native canvas size, I would have to do them as individual posts rather than being able to post them all at once. Now, you do have to do them as individual posts in Canva, but they're already set up because you've resized them. So it's just a case of going in. And then I do copy and paste the text from one to another and then just adjust it for that particular platform. So for Instagram, I add in extra hashtags. Um, for LinkedIn, I reduce the hashtags. For Facebook, I take off the hashtags, etc. You know, whatever it is for that platform. But the main copy stays the same across all platforms. So I just copy and paste it. And it's really quick and simple. Um, but for the platform that I'm moving to, it would be a case of going in, selecting one profile, pasting the copy, uploading the image, scheduling, then go back, do the next platform. And that's just going to take much longer. So I'm probably going to stick with using Canva for my scheduling just because it's all there in one place already. That's where I'm creating the graphics. So I might as well stay in that place. So Canva, again, another one that I really couldn't live without. I use it every single day without fail, even if I have scheduled my posts for the week, I am still in Canva every single day because I use it to create my website graphics. I use it to create images for emails. I use it all the time. So it is a fantastic tool to use. So if you're looking for new tools or different tools to help you, then I will link the ones that I have mentioned in the show notes. But like I said at the beginning of this episode and throughout, I would love to know what you use and what you can live without. So head over screenshot this episode so I know you've been listening. Tag me at Donna SPWV and let me know what is the number one productivity tool that you absolutely couldn't live without. I have mentioned today that I use Google Calendar, I use the A-Tracker app, I use my booking system and I use Canva. So let me know what it is that you use. And with that, guys, stay productive. I will see you in the next one. Bye for now. Don't forget to hit those stars and leave a review of the podcast where you listen if you found value in what you heard today. It's a free way you can help the podcast reach more people just like you.